Okay. And we're rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. I was thinking like rolling on a river. Rolling. 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 Okay, this is good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to... I took a film class once. Oh, we're not doing the switchy thing. Ha. Okay. <laughs> Colby's currently rocking a scar right by his eyeball, oh, which don't. I'd like to tell everyone about. Oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> it's bad. Um, well, I had makeup on it earlier, but even that didn't really cover it very well. You look tough. He was in a fight. Yeah, I was in a bar fight with the crown. The ground. <laughs> um, long story short, St. Patrick's Day happened, and <laughs> so did... A lot of alcohol. Yeah. So, same. I was in Chicago for St. Patrick's Day, though. I wasn't going to bring it up, but you were, apparently. I just wanted to talk about being in Chicago for St. Patrick's Day, because it okay. makes me feel cool. Okay. How That's was all. it? Was the river green? <laughs> the river was green. I didn't see it dyed green, because I was already at the bar drinking, but... Oh, wait, so they, like, dye it green as, like, a thing, and you would watch it turn green? Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. I know. Yeah. But we were already in the bar. Yeah. So, choices. Um, but it was my first all-day drinking event, and I survived. And that's really all I could have hoped for. Good job. Thank you. I did not. I mean, you did. You're here. Barely. Just less gracefully than some of us. <laughs> hair flip. Hair flip. Sorry. Nobody She's being bratty. I know. <laughs> That's why I narrated it this time. Yes, good job. Thank you. So, um, on this here <laughs> podcast, first of all, okay, I feel like before we even start, we should say that both of us are, like, very out of it right now. Like, we are recording at the end of a long day, but um, we are going to do our darndest. We are, and I think it's been just some long weeks for us. We did miss last week, our sincerest apologies. Yeah. Uh, But we're here. We're trying. What more could you want? Yeah. So. So anyways, as I was going to say, on this here podcast, we bring you the latest and greatest, although not always the latest and not always the greatest. (laughs) No, it's actually. In movies. I'd argue that's never (laughs) the case. Sometimes it is. We've watched some good ones. True. So our goal here is to have a category and each pick a movie to fit that category yes our category this week was movies we haven't seen before but we should have seen by now yes although i think we both kind of took like a personal detour and it's like movies we've always like wanted to see but yeah haven't for some reason or another yeah i did that i kind of based it on also my friends thinking I should have seen a movie, mm-hmm. and I just hadn't. Um, I'll give a shout out to the ones I thought about watching that would have been good for this category. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, damn. I know. I need to see that one. Um, also, any of the Godfathers. Yeah, same. <laughs> wow, we're the worst. <laughs> I know that was my plan, but here's the thing: those movies are like two plus hours. And in natural fashion, I procrastinated watching a movie till last night. Me too. So. Yeah, a lot of the way that we pick movies (laughs) for this show is, like, how long will this take me to watch? Because, like, I I say, like, we really, like, 
like doing this kind of turns movie watching into homework sometimes and it's like once i watch the movie i like enjoy it but like i'm always just like Ugh, i have to watch a movie today I know, but, and you really have to think about the movie. You have to be you have to watching be the movie yeah. so that you can talk about it, which <laughs> I'm realizing I was present, but I also but had barely. to pull up the plot to remind myself. To be fair, I went to a concert in the middle of my movie and then came back and finished it. Fair so um, anyway, I'll go ahead and cut the chit chat. My movie, what it came out. I'm going to see if you can guess it. It came out in the last couple years. In the last um, couple years? Yeah, it has a female director. Okay. It's one I think you might have seen at Liberty Hall. I've never seen a movie at Liberty You haven't? Hall. Someone else must have been. Um, features one of your fave boys, Lucas Hedges. And wait, wait, hold up. Uh, Manchester by the Sea? No. No, wait. No, I did watch that one. That one just fucking hurt i mean ladybird yeah i thought you watched that a while back no i'd never seen That's it why, okay yay i love ladybird yeah so i watched uh, it for the first time i know i hadn't seen it and it's no, one I was, uh, when that came out i was living in kansas city so i watched it over there someone i knew oh my old roommate saw it at liberty hall i remember now with like max and john okay yep i looped you in that but yeah, it's a oh, movie it I'd been meaning to watch for a while. One that I knew I would enjoy, but just didn't get around to it. Wow. that's I thought we were also like going for like older movies, but oh well. No, we were. This is what I meant in terms of I cheated. You cheated hard, but okay. I know. Let's tell us about Lady Bird. You don't have to say it with such disdain. <laughs> I told you i put my disclaimer out there so i also use disclaimer a lot more colloquially now than i ever used to because i'm always uploading like disclaimer pages at work with my job so i just throw disclaimer out so often now wild and i feel annoying about it but anyway anyway disclaimer (laughs) disclaimer done so christine quote-unquote ladybird mcpherson has to go to a Catholic high school. Yes. And she identifies as Ladybird because she's all like, why should I go by the name my parents give me? I didn't have a say in that. So she kind of renames herself. Um, and she's also longing to go like far away, East Coast, prestigious university. And so the majority of this movie is about her struggles with her mom. They just can't see eye to eye on things. And her mom's not one to openly show any sort of compassion or affection. It's hidden beneath like kind of not necessarily insults, but like criticisms. Mm -hmm. Um, Or just her own feelings. And then she throws an insult in there. So she's Lady Bird really wants to go far away for school. And her mom's like, like you could even get in. Which is really just her mom saying, I don't want you to leave, but we just throw some insults out. Um, so anyway, Ladybird has a best friend named Julie, and together the two of them decide to join the theater program. And each of them starts dating 
boys in the theater program. You can literally see this plot coming from miles away. Not just, not because they're like theater boys and I'm buying into that trope, but because at one point Lady Bird's making out with her boyfriend and tells him like, oh, you can touch my boobs if you want. And he's like, no, I respect you too much for that. And that's when you're like, there's no fucking way. No man respects any woman too much to touch her boobs. Maybe a Catholic school man, but I doubt it. No, if anything, Catholic school boys are worse. Yeah, Yeah, because you got all that, like, probably restriction. So, I mean, what I wanted, I wanted to text Colby last night because I remembered him saying a character in this movie was a jerk. And I wondered if it was Lucas Hedges, but he's just (laughs) such. (laughs) No. It's our friend. I didn't know if he was going to be like an Eddie Haskell type or something like have multiple girlfriends. I wasn't sure. I wondered if it was Lucas Hedges at first, but when he made the comment about not wanting to touch her boobs, I'm like, hmm, I am suspicious. Um, So anyway, she, you know, is in love with this boy. They go to Thanksgiving dinner together. She misses Thanksgiving with her own family, which will be like her last Thanksgiving before college. So her mom's pretty upset about that. But she has a nice Thanksgiving with her boyfriend's family. It turns out he lives, or his grandma lives, in like an idyllic house that she's always pointed out as her favorite house when she's with her best friend, Julie. And so just kind of worlds colliding in terms of she always talks about being on the quote-unquote wrong side of the tracks. Her family's not as well off. I'm not sure if it's happened at this point, but her dad does lose his job. And so they just, her mom is working a lot to make sure that they can meet and meet. It was a little repetitive. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we get closer to the school theater production. And after one of the performances, they're at a restaurant doing like one of those theater kid after parties. And the girl's bathroom line is long, as it always is. And so Lady Bird and her friend are like, whatever, we'll just go in the boys' bathroom. So they go in there and they bust open one of the stalls where they find their boyfriends making out with each other. <laughs> and then they, the girls, go to their car and just lay there and cry to, like, melodramatic music, which I yes, love. I like, love is there anything more <laughs> relatable <laughs> than sitting back in your car, like, seat reclined and crying? I loved it. Um, So anyway, she's obviously a little annoyed with Boy for, um, sorry, I had text pop up and I got distracted. Wow. (laughs) I know. Quality. We we put on a great (laughs) show here. I'm very tired. I just totally lost focus. So she's annoyed with Lucas Hedges because he uh, was dating her, but he's gay. So, yeah. Thank you for recapping for me, Colby. Um, Anyway, so that ends. Lady Bird gets a job at a coffee shop because her mom's like, "Uh, we don't have money, which she seems upset about. But honestly, getting a job at a coffee shop is a treat. Mm Mm-hmm. Love it. Still my favorite job I've ever done. Um, And at this coffee shop, she meets a different boy, Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) 
and he's actually the jerk in it. Yes, that's what I said. It's our friend. Yeah, not from, our friend. From, uh, like, episode three or something. I know. A lot of these characters. And I, mean, I brought up Lady Bird in that episode. And I still hadn't seen it. I know. But but now I have. Now you have. 22 episodes later. Yeah. 23. 23. 23, right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Woo! Wow, that was uh, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this whole episode no, okay, so is just pure entertainment. So he's, so he's fucking a peach when he comes on screen, right? Yeah, he's he still has the peach. He's, I think it was an apricot is what we realized. Oh, yeah, he's it fucking is, an apricot. He's fucking an apricot. Lady Bird eats it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, her and this boy start having a bit of a thing. Um, and she also befriends one of the popular girls at school. And in doing so, kind of distances herself from her friend, Julie. Um, and then sorry, I'm reading the plot because I'm dumb. Okay. So then Timothy Chalamet tells Lady Bird that he's a virgin. So she loses her virginity to him. And then is saying something like, oh, isn't this so special? Like, we just lost our virginity to each other. And he's like, no, we didn't. I already lost mine to so-and-so. And she's like, what? You told me you were a virgin. He's like, no, I didn't. She's like, yes, you did. He's like, I've literally slept with six other girls. So she's upset. She's like, who makes someone go on top the first time they have sex? Yeah, also worth noting that he nutted in, like, five seconds. I know. So. So, has he really had that much sex? Probably. High school boys. I don't know. Wasn't. Anyway. I wasn't. I wasn't. I know. I was going to say, I, I wasn't making. <laughs> I wasn't making high school boys <laughs> nut in moments. So, um. <laughs> So I don't know I just, why. I just want to say, I just want to say, um, <laughs> while you were saying that sentence, I looked down at my screen and I like this. I don't think this will give away uh, what movie I watched or anything, but like on my computer screen, it just says the word. I just like looked down and I swear to God, the two words that I saw were special sauce. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so. So, Meg wasn't making high school boys nut. <laughs> I didn't more. have any special sauce. What uh, What else is new? <laughs> um, wow. This is, We're discussing. This is getting um, a little blue today. <laughs> We're blue balling it. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I need to move away. Well, move on. <laughs> Just keep going. I'm trying to give you an out. <laughs> I can't take it. So. <laughs> I'm in a group message and I swear to God, I've gotten 17 texts since we've started recording Lucky. and it's really, I can't make them go away. <laughs> so it's hard not to lose my focus. I'm just going to look at the microphone. Anyway, Ladybird. <laughs> has sex with this guy and she's upset because 
it was supposed to be special to her, but whatever. I guess it wasn't. Um, she finds out she's been waitlisted to one of the East Coast schools she wanted to go to. Um, she ends up reconciling with her boy, Lucas Hedges, because he comes to the coffee shop where she works and tries to, like, talk to her slash kind of apologize. And then he just starts crying because he doesn't know how to come out to his friends and family. And she ends up supporting him, and it's really sweet. And you're like, oh. Okay, I was just taking a moment of silence for how nice that moment was, which yeah, I'm sure you too. I'm sure you got from my description, but probably not. <laughs> um, let's see. And so then we get to our senior prom, and Lady Bird's going with Timothy Chalamet, who instead of coming to the door to get her and take any pictures, he honks his fucking horn out front. And Lady Bird's dad's like, are you really going to go to prom with a guy who honks and she's like yep it's like well let me get a picture of you and he does and she goes and her friend the popular girl is also there and they decide that they want to skip prom and that's when lady bird's like no i want to go to prom so fuck y'all take me to my friend's house and she goes to her friend's house and her friend is you know sitting there crying on the couch which is a mood Mm -hmm. and a half and Lady Bird's like, why are you crying? They hang, spend some time together. They reconcile their friendship because they'd kind of grown apart. And when Lady Bird was trying to be like popular and cool and whatever. And she's like, do you want to go to prom? And Julie's like, let's be real. I had a dress months ago. And they get ready and they go to prom and they have friendship moments. And it's really cute because fuck boys. And I appreciate while like romance is present, it's much more about like coming of age, finding yourself, valuing friendships. And then also most important, or like, I don't know if importantly is the right word, but most emphasized is definitely the relationship with her mom. So it comes out that Lady Bird got waitlisted to like a New York school, which she hadn't been transparent with her mom about that because she knew it would be upsetting to her mom. And her mom finds out because one of her friends mistakenly mentions it in front of her. So then her and her mom don't talk the rest of the summer. It's very tense. And when Lady Bird finds out she gets into this New York school and they're able to make it work through scholarships and like refinancing, they're dropping her off at the airport and her mom like won't go in with her and like drives away. And Lady Bird's, of course, of sex. Like, Mom, what the hell? Say my bye heart, to me. My heart. And so what she's driving around the little, like, roundabout lot at the airport. Of course, she made some offhand comment about, like, parking's too expensive. Um, so she drives around, and then she runs inside because she realizes, like, she wants to say goodbye. And it's too late. Lady Bird's already gone entire, through. We see, like, an entire face journey, though. Like, while she's driving around that roundabout. Like, we just watch her, like... Oh, like she's realizing what she just did. I know. It's so very good. sweet. So and good. so she runs in, um, but it's too late. Lady Bird's already left. And when Lady Bird gets to New York, she finds an envelope in her bag. And it's like a bunch of letters that her mom has tried to like draft to her just to get her feelings out. But she can't. Um, and my mom is very like similar in a lot of senses like definitely not saying 
you know, like you could get into a school. So not that extreme, but in terms of like expressing her emotions and uh, like letting you know she cares, it might be hidden underneath like not as major of criticisms as Lady Bird's mom's giving, but definitely still some like criticisms in there and not necessarily the right words. And so like that part really made me tear up a bit when she's looking at all these letters. Uh, and then we see Lady Bird going to a party in college, getting like super drunk and throwing up and ending up in the hospital. And then afterwards she ends up like going to church and just, you see her go through like probably another face journey, <laughs> except for her, she has like makeup smudged everywhere because she just got, you know, super drunk. Mm -hmm. And um, she ends up calling her mom and just talking about, you know, how much she loves Sacramento, how much she loves and cares about her and like wants to thank her for all that she's done. Um, and that's pretty much how it ends. So it's not like nothing super crazy in terms of like production, any sort of like film techniques. It's just very like straight to the point coming of age, but I think it was done really well. Um, it was probably built up a bit, like a lot for me. Oh, just because yeah. everyone wanted me to see it. So I had like... Oh, it's so cute though. It is really cute. But I had very high expectations. And I'm not sure if we like quite got there. But I also don't know that I entirely understood what the movie was meant to be. Yeah. So. Can I um, talk about two parts that I can't believe you didn't say anything about? Number one... The opening scene when she fucking jumps out of the car <laughs> and breaks her arm. Yeah. Which, yeah. Anybody who's seen this movie obviously knows what we're talking about. And then also when Lucas Hedges says, um, like, says to Lady Bird's parents, like, when Lady Bird said she was from the, wrong, from the other side of the tracks, I didn't know she meant literally. There's literally tracks. And you just watch her mom's face do the thing. Like, her face just drops. Like, she's like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Those are big obviously, parts. obviously, like, her mom was never supposed to hear that. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> ah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. I'll let you look on... Common sense. Maybe. Common sense. So, on Rotten Tomatoes... Tomato meter gives it a 99%. Yeah. You know, again. Oh, yeah, because for a minute there, this was like the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes of all time. Oh, it was? Yeah. Like, that's why it got, like, when it came out, like, it was so much hype about it because, like, it was very high up there. Damn. And then audiences gave it a 79%. I don't know if it still is. So, let's see. As teen movies go, it's supremely sophisticated, capturing and crystallizing that moment in adolescence when it seems that life is at last about to start and the only place you want to be is elsewhere, which totally get that. Lots of movies are set to be popping up in multiplexes, but few as wonderful as Lady Bird. It's very well done and feels authentic and natural. 
Interesting. Good teen girl angst movie, but lead character kind of made me want to strangle her. So, how's Common Sense Media looking? Um, These? I'm just looking for... Okay, well... <laughs> I, I don't find anyone that's, like, angry or anything... Um, I mean, I do, like, find people saying, like, this is, like, really worldly and stuff, like, not, like, or, like, secular, you know, which, like, obviously, yeah, um, but that's, yeah. There was a really good moment where she got suspended. I forgot about it, too. I swear I watched it. Um, so they're in one of those classic, like, abortion-style assemblies to discourage kids from having abortions, guilt you into, like staying abstinent, that whole good Catholicism thing. Yes. And so one of the the speaker at this abortion assembly is, like, talking about a woman who, like, almost gave up her baby, blah, 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 and then was like, do you know who that woman is? She's like, it was me. And Lady Bird's like, yeah, okay, just because, like, something's ugly doesn't mean it's bad. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, well, if you zoomed in on my vagina, like, course it's gonna look ugly but like it's not bad and then she made I don't know what else she said she was just arguing with her and eventually she's like I mean if your mom had had the abortion we wouldn't have to be sitting in this assembly (laughs) yes I fucking love that she gets suspended for that true (laughs) um no I was just gonna tell you the only review I found that I find interesting on common sense media would be um, written by Bodie W. And he says, age 14 plus, three stars. Good movie is the title of this review. And the review says, good movie, Stand By Me is better. Okay. I mean, okay. I, fair. Yeah. It is a really good movie, but like, I'd argue they're different coming of age things. Like, yeah. boys are going to come of age a little differently than girls do it's more about her relationship with her mom but like i see what point i guess you're trying to make <laughs> Bodie. good movie stand by me better also that's all in lowercase and um one sentence no period perfect so. perfect yep um my texts are up to 56 Holy just in shit. case anyone was counting god so <laughs> uh, on that note are you ready to um Finally find out what movie I watched. Yeah, can we play the guessing game? Is it one I've seen? I actually have no idea. Um, it's from 1988. Mm. So I didn't cheat as much. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's from 1988. Um, the, one of the actresses is pretty, like, very famous. Okay, can you tell me who it is? Because okay. I still probably won't know I'll it. say Julia Roberts is in it. It's from 1988. 88? Princess Diaries was well after that. You're, Julia Roberts. You're thinking of Julie I'm thinking of Julie Andrews. <laughs> no, Julia Roberts. Fuck me. Is it like Pretty Woman? No. Um, Julia Roberts. Notting Hill? What's a more classic, Julie? I would say this is like a cult classic. Hmm. I think. Like, I mean. Okay, what is it? Mystic Pizza. What the hell? 
Have you even heard of that? I think so. Yeah. I have no idea what it is, though. Okay, I've always, like, heard references about Mystic Pizza, but I, like, never knew what it was or, like, anything about that. I just knew Julia Roberts was in it. It's called Mystic Pizza, and that's what it is. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you if it's a drama, if it's a rom-com. I want to say rom-com because, like, that's her. I would say it's a rom-com. Okay. Um, so, this movie begins with... A woman on the altar, and you can tell she's hesitant, and her husband gets up there, and they're supposed to be doing the vows, and she faints. And then doesn't, uh, like, she just, like, leaves the wedding or whatever, and she's like, I don't know, I can't get married right now. And then just, like, instead of her wedding, she goes into work, and her work is Mystic Pizza. <laughs> is it like a pizza place? It's a pizza place. Okay, cool. Um, I just pictured like Kath playing in the background by Death Cap for Cutie, which is a song that came much later, but sure, that was there <laughs> for me. So um, this like town is like very like, it's Connecticut and it's like very like cutesy like harbor town. It looks very like cool. Very like very New wanna, England. Yes, I like want to be there. It's a fishing place that so, like, Ooh. I want to be there. Um, anyways, this pizza place, it's like a very tight-knit group of people that work there, it seems like, and everybody takes care of each other, blah, blah, blah. Are they older, and younger? I think pizza is like, it's like high the, school. Well, college. the servers, I think they're all supposed to be like right out of high school. Um, but they don't have like... Like, none of them are, like, going to college yet. Like, yeah, that's kind of some tension between Julia Roberts' character and her mom. Is like, she doesn't think she's living up to her mom's expectations. Much like Lady Bird. So. It's just, Lady Bird's a Mystic Pizza remake. True. Lady Bird, good movie. Not, not, Mystic Pizza was better. Um. <laughs> that, that could be our title. Good movie, Mystic Pizza was better. <laughs> Uh, so anyways um she goes to work and everyone's like what are you doing here like but um her fiance like shows up at her work and he's like what's going on can we talk like i just want to talk to you and everyone's like making fun of him like everyone that's in the pizza place is like haha that's the guy that got left at the altar which is like wild to me like I can't, like, no, like, what? <laughs> but um, also, I feel like if I was going to get married, I would probably faint. And I'd be like, no. Um, man, my notes on this, like, first of all, I stopped my notes, uh, like, halfway through. Because I was just like, I'm just going to watch. <laughs> um, but my notes are a mess because also I was, like, hungover yesterday. And so... Like, they were drinking beer or something, and I just typed in my phone, alcohol hell, because I didn't want to see any alcohol, and there was lots. <laughs> um, anyway, so that would be JoJo that uh, left her husband at the altar. And then Daisy is Julia Roberts, and Kat is someone else. <laughs> Wait, Julia Roberts is not the woman who left someone no, at the altar? No, okay. Julia Roberts or is a different man character. at the altar. 
Yeah. Julie Roberts is a different character. But, so, they are, like, they, they all go together to, like, this um, bar. And they're just watching this guy who is very attractive. And he is throwing darts. And, um... Oh, yeah. And so then he, like, challenges Davy, which is Julia Roberts, to play pool against him. And she kicks his ass. Like, she, like, hits all the balls in, like, in one try, basically. Like, you know how, like, if you hit a ball in, you get to go again. Mm-hmm. So she just keeps going and kicks his ass. Um, and so, yeah, so there's that. Um... And he says that he's been thrown out of law school for cheating. So that's where he's at. And she's very interested in him. But he leaves with another girl. Wow. And it's like his girlfriend or whatever. Oh. And so she's like, damn it, that sucks. Anyway, so Kat is the other person. The, the, so there's three of them and it basically kind of rotates around their stories. Yes. Um, so Kat, um, she started babysitting for this really attractive older man, um, who his wife is, like, out of town, and so he needs a babysitter, um, and she, I'm sorry, I'm reading Roger Ebert's, like, review, like, to try to, like, keep my plot straight, basically, and he says, or on the website it says, um, Cat falls head over heels in idealism with him. Yeah, so they just they just talk a lot, and she's obviously really interested in him, and she's really like loves his daughter, and she just basically like gets it in her head that he's gonna leave his wife for her. Has he shown any interest? Is he being flirty? Well, he's very like talkative with her, and like. Yeah, so he, like, spends a lot of time with her and is very talkative. Um, So she just is like, well, he's probably going to leave his wife for me, and that's just what's going to happen. So, anyways, um, let's... So Julia Roberts' character, which is the one that I always, like, found the most interesting story-wise, maybe just because it's Julia Roberts and she's rad, Um, but... So um, she ends up seeing this boy, and um, he, like, they basically just will like get into arguments, like over stuff, and then like, like I, I really just felt like they kept having arguments and then getting right over it and being fine again. Like that happened like two or three times in this movie, and um, <laughs> then um, blah blah blah. So, god damn. <laughs> I told you this was going to be a hot mess. So, Bill is the guy that got left at the altar. Let's focus on that for a second. Okay. This is actually, like, a really difficult movie to, like, summarize like this. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing now because it's three different plots that all work together. And, like, it really just jumps between the three of them. And so, like... Yeah, like, having that timeline, it's, like, really difficult for me right now. 
I'm really kind of into this movie, though. Like, oh, I want to see it. You should you should watch it. I feel like you would like it. It's kind of cheesy, but... Um, but anyways, um, so Bill's the one that got left at the altar, and he is trying to talk to JoJo and, like, trying to talk her into, like, we need to get married, we need to get married. And also, Bill is hot, and JoJo is horny for his dick. Like, literally, like, that basically in those words is how it's said. And he's like, no, we can't. We have to get married. And she's like, but, <laughs> but, but, but. Have and they had sex or are they just? I don't think so. I think that he's waiting until marriage. Okay. And so she's like, man, like, I've got this hot boyfriend. I don't want to get married, but I do want a piece of that. And, um, so, yeah, so there's all of that going on, and then he basically, like, gets really upset with her one night, and she's trying to get with him, and he's like, no, 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 and he's, like, like, refusing to get with her, and she's like, if you don't, like, I'm gonna scream, and so she screams, and so her parents come out. This is in her parents' house. Her parents come out, and her dad sees him with his pants around his ankles, and she's just screaming, so he obviously chases him out of the house. And he's being very polite the, the whole time. And so then the next day, she goes down to the harbor where he works on a fishing boat, and he, like, if they, when they got married, he was going to give her his boat, and so it was named JoJo after him. And now... What does it say instead of JoJo? It says something. It says, um, like slut, maybe? Something like that. Or, um, oh my god, I should know this. Anyways, not too important. And so she's like, well, that's rude. <laughs> And she gets really upset and, like, yells at him. And then that night, her and her friends go down to the dock and they are, they go to her boat and she uh, pulls up some beers that were in the water, like, like an anchor, basically, but it's just beers, like, hanging off the side of the boat in the cold water. And so they drink all of the beers and they go and find his truck at a bar and they steal it because they know where he keeps a spare key on the truck. And so they steal it, and they're driving around, and then they find Julia Roberts' boy, and he is inside at a fancy dinner party with some girl. Is it his girlfriend that we've well, seen so far? It's some girl, and so she looks inside, and also, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but he's, like, very rich, and um, so he has, like, this really nice, like, red... I want to say it's a Porsche or something. With a, it's a convertible. And so she sees him inside and just like flips out. And um, so she gets up on the back or she goes and takes um, she takes um, Bill's truck that they've stolen and she throws it in reverse and slams like forward or <laughs> drives super fast in reverse towards this guy's car and stops like inches from the car. And then she gets out of the truck and jumps up in the back and 
there's these barrels in the back. And so she opens one of them and dumps it into the guy's convertible, this gigantic barrel of dead fish and fish guts. Oh. And then she does that with a second barrel. And by this time, this guy's coming outside and he's like, what the fuck, my car, blah, blah, blah. And so that, that's pretty wild. And then he goes, like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, and she's like, she's like, you were supposed to be like in New York or something. Like, and he's like, well, like my grandma had a headache, so I didn't go see her. Um, and she's like, well, who's this girl that you're with? And he's like, that's my sister. And she's like, she's like realizing that she fucked up. Like, and just she's like, dumped she's fish like, guts all up in yeah, his car. Yeah, she's like, oh my God, I just like ruined his car. I fucked up. So she goes and she's like, oh my God, I fucked up. And he just goes, yeah, but you did it with 110%. And then they're just back together and they're fine. What? Yeah, that's what I said. I was yelling, what the fuck? Why can't I fuck up 110% and still be loved? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm really bitter. But yeah, so that's... um, pretty pretty ridiculous anyway so but i love it there yeah um that happens and um then uh we'll just say bill and um bill and jojo do end up getting married it like jojo just decides like nothing really has to change except my last name like that's what she says and so... And that she gets to fuck. Yeah, exactly. So she gets to fuck, finally. So, and then... Um, what's her name? Um, Daisy? No, Daisy is the... Uh, One in love with the old man? Daisy, Jojo, and... Cat. Cat. <laughs> the, uh... The, uh the old man, the older man's wife. He's not an old man. He's like in his thirties or something. Um, but his wife returns home, and so the man says, "Well, you like we don't need you anymore," and she's like super upset about that because like she's basically said like or basically just thought he was gonna leave his wife for her, but obviously not. So, anyways, they are all just brought together by their workplace, which is Mystic Pizza. And towards the end of the movie, there's a reviewer that is coming to Mystic Pizza. And Mystic Pizza is, like, barely surviving at this point. Like, they don't have money. Um, and they're, they're, like, also, like, a tourist town. So, like, they really, like, um, rely on tourists coming to eat there and so in the off season it doesn't really work out and this big reviewer shows up and he's going to review them on tv and he orders the pizza and um he like takes a bite of it and then just like sets it down and then like waves the waitress over and he's like yeah i'm ready for my check and so he leaves like after one bite of the pizza and they ask if he wants a box, and he's like, that won't be necessary. And he just leaves. And so you're like, well, this asshole is going to leave a bad review. And then his review comes on TV, and they're all watching, like, ready for him to be mean. 
And guess what? Four out of four stars. I have to give Mystic Pizza my highest rating. Why did he only take a bite then? I know, that's that was bizarre to me, but I feel like it's just misdirection to make us all think this guy hated Mystic Pizza. And guess what, <laughs> Mystic Pizza? I was on the edge of my seat. Um, yeah. So anyways, um... That's Mystic Pizza, pretty much. Wait, so the one girl that's in love with the married man, no, nothing happens for her? Yeah, she cool. that, that just doesn't work out. I mean, she's like also like 18 or something, so she'll be fine. Oh, okay. We've all been 18 and in love with a married man. <laughs> Happily. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um... Let's take a pause while I look this movie up on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I can tell you about Common Sense Media in the meantime. You can, but then here is the thing. You hear my computer typing in the background. Well, I'll And it's annoying. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, blah, we're blah, here. Blah, oh, my God, that cover. Yeah, right? Holy shit. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Let's hear what Common Sense Media has to say. Well, Common Sense Media doesn't have anything interesting to say. But I will say that when I looked it up, the second thing underneath Mystic Pizza is a game called Good Pizza, Great Pizza. And Common Sense Media says about Good Pizza, Great Pizza, pizza store management game could use more pizzazz. It's an interesting word to use next to pizza. That's yeah anyways just thought i would add that pepper that in man um so on rotten tomatoes the tomato meter gives it a 77 percent and audiences give it a 55 percent i can't get over what these people look like on this <laughs> poster it's so cheesy like the very curly permed hair um oh yeah also that dress uh that she's wearing like can you see it in the one by the convertible yeah yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Mystic Pizza <laughs> is like its namesake food. It's cheesy, topped with romance, and rises to the occasion. What pizza is topped with romance? That's what I was going to say. I am not getting romantic pizza. Well, I do like pizza a lot. I love pizza. It's rated R. I love... Oh, is it? Apparently. Well, I guess they cuss a lot. Yeah, oh. there's there's plenty of cussing. So. They say fuck. Wow. Genuine? Genuine and moving. You get the general sense that the actors, particularly Annabelle Gish, and though he is hardly featured, Donafrio, Donafrio, whoever that is, who was last seen as the troubled recruit in Full Metal Jacket, are better than their material, but this is scant compensation. Okay, I thought that review would be a lot better and now that i've read it it's dumb <laughs> no i mean i totally agree that like it's definitely like better actors than a script like the script was not that amazing to put it bluntly mystic pizza is more or less a movie version of a soap opera layered in with some quirky humor and gigantic 80s hair vincent donafrio is bill the one that got left at the altar hmm One summer in the lives of three young women who work as waitresses at Mystic Pizza, the local small town pizza place. This movie delves into 
class distinction and work ethic and getting out of mystic. What kind of, I really should have read the reviews before I started reading them yeah. aloud because these are, <laughs> okay. I don't know what they're trying to get at. Okay, good enough. Good enough. What, um, where, where can people find you? Find us. Don't look for me. I don't want to be found. Um, you can find us. You can send us things. You know, first, Go first what I'd it. like to say is subscribe to us on if the this iTunes. This your first episode. And leave a review. shot. <laughs> this was a hot ass mess. Um, we knew it would be too, so. Yeah, you know, just, uh, I got to 66 texts, by the way. That's where we stopped. Nobody is paying attention to that. Okay, sorry. iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. Send us categories. Yeah, clearly. Perfect. Good job. Um, yeah, you can be like the critic at Mystic Pizza. Just take a bite and give us that four out of four, i.e. five out of five yeah. on how iTunes works. This episode was your bite of our podcast. And now you can walk away and leave, but you better give us that five star and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can send us some categories to our Gmail, onefilmclass at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook or Twitter at One Film Class Pod. Ponda. P-O-D. Now, Where can I find you, Colby? You may find me on Twitter and Instagram. Don't know what that accent was. <laughs> at Colby D. Cox. And you can find my sweet kitty at Vito Kitty on Instagram. V-E-T-O. Kitty. <laughs> Where can we find you and your doggo? Uh, so I am still it's meme grit, <laughs> which I will not spell. And Radley, my dog, is Radley Doggo. And it's Radley, like Boo Radley, not like Bradley, which is dumb for a dog name. Sorry to any dogs named Bradley. <laughs> I think... I think this just needs to end. Put this episode out of its misery. Yeah, we're we're gonna kill this episode. Goodbye. Okay, here's the thing. I minimized the screen so I can't get to the stop button. <laughs> now we will. Bye. Bye.